How's everything going? Um, this is my second attempt at recording because um, something funky is going on with my mic. And uh, by just like hovering my arms over it and doing and, and telepathically trying to connect with the mic and, and kind of communicate that it should work, it's it, it failed to do so. So um, here's a second time, Lucky. Right. <laughs> So, what are we going to talk about today? We've got some stuff to talk about. Um, there's the, <laughs> it kind of starts with the code that I may or may not have. Um, it's a code, it's not coronavirus because I don't feel terrible. Um, I think I had coronavirus <laughs> in the first round, but apparently everybody says that. <laughs> there was a thing, I think it was mock the week or whatever, that um, they were like, they gave a number, you know, when they're supposed to come up with a joke. Um, and they said, I think, say the number is 67. And one of the comedians went, oh, is this the number of times um, your mate has rang you up and told you, oh, you know, I think I had coronavirus the first time. <laughs> so no, it's not corona because um, I've been pretty isolated in terms of I'm just like liking my four walls. And, um, and uh, yeah, in fact, I should do more exercise. I should walk around more and go for nice long walks. I get fresh air and, and, and things like that. So I haven't been doing that much. Um, so yeah, I've just kind of been, um, I've stayed put. But more than that, it's because really, I think I had coronavirus earlier. I am not, I don't want to dwell on this, but um, I think it was earlier. And I know how that felt because it felt kind of like a flu. Um, but not like a flu. What made it terribly not like a flu is because um, it was because of the fatigue. Like going up and down the stairs, it felt like I genuinely couldn't do it. I would stand there and think, oh my God, okay. When I get to the top, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was exhausting. And as most Africans will admit, taking a shower is like the free therapy <laughs> that nobody documents. Taking a shower is amazing, oh, ha. Mm. So me now, like a good African, I love taking showers. But when I had this thing, taking a shower seemed like the sentence that somebody had just uh, um, given to me because they really disliked me or something. And I couldn't bring myself to I did shower, but, you know, like the energy, the effort it took, there was none of the therapeutic therapy. Ther therapeutic feeling afterwards you know when you finish shower and you just sit down there for a while uh, and you just have a little think about your life <laughs> and then you know you you, you you put the other hand you put on palm or uh, what's it this uh, palmas or vaseline <laughs> you dress up and you go you have a little pep in your step pep, pep, pep. but for me i was like <sighs> That long sigh, and I was like, God, now I've got to lift my arm, Jerry. When will somebody invent that um, thing that as you're coming out of the shower, you just get air dry, <sighs> like there's an air dryer there that'll just dry you as you come out. And then the most you should do is lift up your arm and it just sprays Shaw or Dove or, I don't know, Avon on you. 
and then just lightly the way they do sun tanning thing just lightly sprays a, a, a fast absorbing vaseline of cocoa palm butter on your on your body and then the most you can do if they really want to be kind if you opt in for the deluxe version right like just tell you like you when you're a kid right just tell you to lift your arms again higher and then it just places a booboo over your head or you lift your leg one two and then you're into your onesie or your jumpsuit or whatever and you're good to go and if you really if you really go for the gold version it even pats you on the back and you go like when will somebody invent that and if you do please know that i'm going to be the first customer in line and please now can you do 50 percent discount because nah, man, now me and you enter this idea together I'm just saying, but yeah, that's what I wished would happen. But uh, unfortunately for me, it didn't. So yeah, taking a shower was horrible, and that period was so bad. And they were. I normally I'm a massive fan of Zumba. Ah, when Zumba came out, and I was like, this is my exercise. You know, this is awesome. You dance. You don't feel like you're doing anything. Any exercise that doesn't feel like the whole point of it is to exercise. I love. So like running, I feel like. To me, the whole point is to exercise, and I hate it. And I get so tired. There's, it, there's nothing to distract me, so I hate running. But, excuse me, with Zumba, hmm, forget it. Zumba, ke, ke, e, oh, oh, oh. and then you do the Cumbrian candle, and then you, <laughs> and then you, you have so much fun. And then at the end, you're feeling like really good, and um, it feels like yeah, you've really done something. Um, trust me, the sweat and the euphoria you feel is awesome. So before Zumba, what the thing what I used to enjoy was uh, like uh, a basketball, netball, those type of things because there is a point to it all. Like you have to score, you have to do this, you block or your shooter or whatever. So I kind of love those kind of things where I just the exercise part is just par the it's just on the way. It doesn't feel like you have to exercise. You just do it, and then at the end you're like, tada, I did it. According to the twins, <laughs> that's what that's what they say. Tada! I did it! I did it! Auntie! I did it! <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> by the time I finished doing this, I was like tada! <laughs> but yeah, when I when I had this uh, thing, um, I was like crap! I couldn't even move. The idea when they put the Zumba music and I'm seeing the teachers on the TV, I'm like ah, Mugway, carry your body safe. Uh, who is going to be doing that one with you? <laughs> so there was no energy not even to do anything so that's how i knew that that one was special kind of it's not the normal run of the meal virus um or, or stuff like that so this one that i'm talking about now my nose is a bit off um my throat is got a bit of <clears throat> i don't feel too good and i have that sort of um fever that when somebody puts their hand to your head it doesn't feel that you're like you're particularly warm but you know that your cells are dying inside. You feel kind of warmish, like above your normal um, 37 degrees, that healthy temperature that you should be at. You feel like, no, at least it's 37.9. Eh? <laughs> but they're like, no, you just feel okay. Like your thermometer is broken. Check again. Mm? Nah, man. <laughs> but point being, this one feels not so bad. But still, it's got the normal terribleness you expect with them um, having like a cold. And for me, having a, I, I'd survived, you know, um, winterish kind of season because to be fair, there wasn't much to do. It was, it's been a pretty nice winter, except towards the ending of November and like the first few days of December, right, where it was properly cold. It's been pretty mild. 
So nothing to worry about. Just remember, in spite of all the things that has happened this year, there was no black ice on the road, though, Abby. Well, there was no black ice, I think, in the south of England. You know, it wasn't like the normal thing, right? The fog was there, and the horror movie kind of look that came with the fog was there. But that thing of black ice that you don't, the road looks normal, and phew, you lose uh, traction and all of that sort of thing. Let's count our blessings one by one. Plus, vaccine don't come out, Abby. Uh-huh. So let's all be um, counting plus plus in some in some areas and uh, and all of that. So, um, yeah, um, all of a sudden, I started feeling wonky because the throat started talking, giving me attitude. I wasn't now talking well, and there was a massive lump. But I don't know whether it's the coffee or the lemon or whatever happened, but it's sort of, um, it's like uh, it went away, it went down, and my throat was feeling a lot better. I didn't have the sore throat, the horrible one I thought would come. But unfortunately, my nose started blowing the trumpet. So trumpet now, for me anyhow, it's like when your nose is doing the trumpet thing, it's like it will. You, you, you're not sure. It's like it's not sure what it wants to do. It will block, and then boom. And it's like, no, okay, I, I've got a blocked nose. Then you'll let the air out. Like, okay, no, it's fine. Then you go, boom. So it's like when the <laughs> trumpet player goes, boom, boom, and they really give you a good, nice sound. And then, you know, like that bit before, like when they're building the air in their mouth and their lips are over the, um whatever the thing of the trumpet is called, the opening of it, and they've not yet released the sound. So that's when your nose is blocked. But then when it releases the air and you've got free passage, yay, we've got movement. But then it stops again. Oh, yeah, how great. But anyhow, um, the nose was doing the trumpet thing. And then to make matters worse, it now did the thing I particularly, particularly detest about winter. When people talk about winter, they're like, oh, what do you hate most? Some will be like, oh, I just um, hate my toes being cold or like my fingers lose feeling or, you know, I don't know, this and this, your ears or your forehead, stuff like that, or your neck getting really cold, which I really feel sorry for other people that like me that sort of have um, short hair. But hey, don't fear. Don't fear. We've got hats. And um, uh, in the case of us now, Africans, we know how to tie our hair <laughs> real well. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> you know, people will say all this sort of thing. But for me personally, my own demon with cold, eh? my own personal problem with cold is when it now comes to come out, you breathe in and it lights like a, like a cold fire inside your nostrils. Ha! Like when you breathe in, it feels like it's going to go and freeze your brain. Just imagine like in Frozen Elsa, when she uses her power and everything that starts forming those little popsicles and icicles and all of the tizzles that you can do. Ha! God, that thing pains me. When you breathe out the air, you're like, oh my God. Oh, so painful to breathe in. But then you have to breathe in again as you're saying it's painful. So you're in that anguish. Breathing in, <laughs> to stay alive, <laughs> breathing in what is causing you anguish. Ah, oh, no, I hate that bit. That for me just ruins winter. That's why when I get into discussions with people, they're like, which would you prefer, being thoroughly cold or thoroughly warm? I'm like, I'd rather be thoroughly warm because, hey, at least the heat, I can breathe in okay, you know? Whatever happens, I can... <sighs> Air doesn't like kill my lungs. I don't feel like I'm dying. That thing is just the definition of misery to me. Literally, if they open misery in the dictionary, I feel like that should be the definition. I hate that cold air that your insides, your nostrils will be like, 
Oh, that bed is so awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> but then, you know, people be like, yes, but isn't it better to be in the cold? Because then you can warm up by exercising and stuff like that. And then you can cool down and warm up yourself up, but, you know, you can control your heat. But when you're but when you're in um and when you're too warm, you won't be able to do that. You just have to cool yourself down and uh, this like that. I'm like, okay, I do get that. And I do understand. To be honest, it's whatever people want to do, whatever just doesn't work for them at all. And for me, that is that bit. And plus if I'm um if I'm hot, um what I'll do, I sweat now. Mba. Everybody sweats, that's a cool down. In fact, you splay <laughs> your limbs, your hand and your legs as far away as you to increase the surface area for heat to escape. That's what I'll do. And if that one doesn't work, become like a dog and stick your tongue out. That's why dogs stick their tongue out, to allow the heat to evaporate quickly. Do everything possible <laughs> to ensure. But still, as hot as it gets, I still don't feel that same style of misery. It's just in my brain as being cold and breathing in freaking cold air. That one, no, that one just, it's just, it breaks the camel's back, right? It just does it. If I, if I'm too warm, I can, if I can find water, that's awesome. Just pour it around me or dab myself, (laughs) dip my scarf, which I probably have in cold water and tie it around my head and let the rivulets of water go down my face. That's cool. That's nice. It's even nice. You know, it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But when I'm cold, I'm like, ah, I just, it's a definition of misery for me. It just doesn't work for me because my 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 head can't take it. I feel unsettled. I feel bad. I feel terrible <laughs> breathing in cold air. So which one would be your own? Would you prefer to be in a very hot um, climate or a very cold one? And if you choose, why? <sighs> so a little bit of um a little bit of uh, I don't know um furtherance into uh. I've started doing the air, but it's better than saying like. At one point, I was saying like, like, like. Although now I think about it, I hope I haven't done that too much now. But anyhow, a little bit of a story into this being uh, too hot and still feeling better than being too cold. Um, went to Nigeria now um, a little while ago. <laughs> we went to the market twice. One with my cousin, uh, the other time with my aunt. So my cousin went. It was for. It was a bit of a walk, maybe like. 45 minutes walk to go to the closest of small market around their area and <clears throat> and came back it was fine because you were in the air and everything was kind of equal there wasn't a massive change from um, in climate so from one place to the other it wasn't too it wasn't like it was cool in the house and then i immediately went out and felt like the devil had risen from hell to come to earth it's kind of feeling it was just okay it just went it was nice but that was not the case, um, obviously, when um, my aunt went, I went with my aunt to the market. So uh, her car wasn't under any sort of shade, and it's a black car, so the heat was even more intense. I quickly rolled down the window and stuck my head out like um, I was a dog, and oh my God, I was trying to find coolness, <laughs> like no man's business. I was terribly, terribly hot. We came, we went to the market now, and there was no point finding yourself during any journey because it's just hot air you'll be directing to yourself. And why are you like doing more exercise? You're getting yourself warm, running <laughs> yourself. Don't do anything. Just like make your mind go somewhere else. 
Imagine you're in a swimming pool. Imagine there's cool rain or something, just so you don't just uh, die from a heat stroke and stuff. At that point, my body had swollen in like no man's business again to try and <laughs> to try and keep myself cool and stuff. <sighs> I finally got to the market. Um, the packing story of how, like, how my aunt packed is another story, right, <laughs> of that day. But I finally got to the market and we came down. Now, me, even in the dead of winter, right, I still love wearing boo-boos. So there are just a few things in this life that I feel like once I'm in them, I feel like my soul has entered my soul. So it has really gone in. So like time had scarfed my T-shirts, my sweatshirts, my um, sweatpants, boo-boos, onesies. Ah, once I once I have them, Charlie, I feel like I am just better. I'm so good. Uh, I feel like Adaku from Jennifer's Diary when she comes into money. That's how I feel. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> I feel too good. I feel good, you know. So, um, yeah, I, obviously when I was there in Nigeria, the right place to be wearing a boo-boo. Oh, look at me. Eh? I did not wear anything else. Ha, when when it even said, how could I have worn anything? Even if I wish. I even brought um, my jeans. I brought some of my jeans home. And they were skinny jeans. I was like, who and who is going to do skinny jeans? And in that time, self, I was even wearing foundation, makeup, and, and things like that. These days, I, I wear lipstick, but I don't wear other types of uh, makeup because ah, that one is time-consuming. And then I have to remember to take it off at night, so no. But then in Nigeria, <laughs> when I broke the jeans, I was like, ha. <laughs> what was I thinking? Hell no. <laughs> it's not me and any sort of hugging cloth. It's not me and any cloth that follows the shape of my leg very closely. So it has to be like skirts or boo-boos or gowns, any of those kind of thing. But no, no trousers, Zumba, no. Or maybe shorts, you know, shorts will be okay. But yeah, I didn't have any shorts. So boo-boo, <laughs> oh, look at me, check me out. I wore the nice boo-boo. Hmm. And I came out now from the car, came out and we're going. And I tell you, the way I was sweating eh? I never sweated like that before in my life. I can't remember sweating like that before in my life. Like, but there was the one time in which the moment just solidified in my head. We're there. And then sweat just started coming from the base of my neck. I could feel the journey it was making. The way it would shift on that one crease of back fat and then come back out. <laughs> Keep coming down. <laughs> Keep going. And I was just like, ah, oh, okay. And then he went and joined with his other members or the family into, into, into one line down my spine and phew, it turned into my butt. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Wow, this is the moment. Like, oh my God. Like, my arms, my everything about me was losing all sorts of liquid. Uh, well, not all sorts of liquid, right? Not peeing or anything, but the soil was ridiculous. Oh my God. That day, when I came back and I took a cold shower, I felt like all my problems, like my head cooled. It was so, so life-affirming or like i don't know it was it was some sweet relief man ah but yeah even then even when i felt all sorts of ways and the heat was so much i still did not regret being in a very very hot place i still because i could breathe I could, my breathing was comfortable my nostrils didn't feel like they were on fire so to me that was still victory 
no matter how terrible <laughs> it felt sweating. And plus, the good thing about sweating is that, hey, the one thing they don't tell you is that, look, if you sweat, you hardly ever have to pee. Uh-huh. Because you lose all your liquid, right? Honestly, when I was there, I, I realized as I was coming back to the UK, that I was like, really? For all the times that I did the uh, Wakadugbe, aka follow people here, there, and everywhere, I uh, I never actually needed to pee. And, and luckily, I was like, thank God I didn't have to use the public restroom if there was any <laughs> to go and squat in the bush or anything. <laughs> I was like, ha, blessed be. It's because I was sweating so much. I didn't have any liquid left over to go and be using. So see, that's a plus side. There are always plus sides to look for. Please tell me that when I'm having a difficult time so, so it's on something in something else. But yeah, that was that was the that was the story. But also I wanted to say about uh, tell a little story about my aunt's parking when we got to the market, right? So there were the area boys, they were doing them um, the parking um in that and in uh, around the market and so there was a guy he was one of the guys madam 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 entire here park for this place so my aunt wanted to he showed her a place to park but she was having difficulties um pulling into the spot so she she asked the guy i beg you if you help me park the car so me i just <laughs> before i could even do film um he's entered the car and parked into the space but before he did that he had his bundle of cash and they were tied together with a rubber band so he needs both hands to pull in to the um, spot. So you know what he does? He kind of sizes me up, looks me up and down as if, yeah, this one is not a thief. She, she doesn't have uh, butter fingers. <laughs> and like, uh, hold up. Just gave me the cash, plopped it <laughs> into my hands. So I was like, okay, just sat down there. And he, he did that. Put into the cab, um, put into the spot, and everything. So by the time we came out now, um, my aunt was um at the boot. So he 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 looked down and saw that there was um um money on the ground, just like a note, like a big currency. I don't really remember what um amount it was, but yeah, <laughs> he picked it up. Madam, madam, this one now your money. You drop him, and my aunt was like, no, I haven't brought the money out not yet, so it's not my money. And he dropped it back. I beg you. Make the non-conceived person destiny, and all the torture. So he dropped the money back. He put it back because he didn't believe. He dropped it back because he didn't. Um, he didn't want his destiny stolen from him. So literally, I was like, "Dude, you are freaking awesome!" Like, it's not everything that people. Do. You know what I mean? Like, you could always get more money. Do you get what I mean? But he was like, nah, I don't know who's dropped it and under what circumstances. Even though I personally don't really think that those things uh, do well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, cool, <laughs> dude. All right, then. And um, yeah, so that was the little the little story um, about that one. The guy was pretty funny in his, uh, in his own way. But yeah, um, around this time, I normally have books to 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 share, um, but unfortunately, it's been a really kind of I want to say slow period for me because I haven't been able to uh, calm my mind down. You ever know? You ever feel like you're going to? It's not your fast, but not fast kind of thing. You're in this kind of weird space and I haven't been able to quite calm down and just pick a book uh pick two or whatever and read and currently I've been trying to get down and um, read two one by Chino Achebe and um, the other by Sipran Equency so two 
phenomenal authors, but I haven't been able to do that yet. And uh, I'm just thinking like, why? But if, um, if um, you know, you're looking for great reads, I've come across the um, Yanga Book Club, which is on TV, right? And it's um, essentially there, they talk about um, new releases and classics. They even have a children's um, review, which is pretty awesome. So if you're looking for stuff to read, stuff to add to your to-read list and things like that, it's pretty awesome. I've added a couple myself and um, <laughs> whenever I get my mind to calm down long enough, I'm looking forward to delving in. Uh, so Yanga Book Club, just search online for what, yeah, what day it goes. I can't quite remember, and uh, it should be, it should be, it should be something useful to watch. It's not too long, and you get excerpts. The author, the um, presenter talks with authors and and stuff like that. So that's really awesome, right? So. <laughs> I kind of feel some kind of way because um, I was uh, I was in, I'm thinking about what my mom says. My mom famously likes to butcher words um, because she just is like, "What's your own?" I beg. There's more than one way to pronounce the word, but you're like, "But that's like, you know, <laughs> when you're when you're when you're in a kind of way." And it's kind of sad because I made a note of two that kind of cracked me up, but I've forgotten how she butchers um, uh, Spotify. What is it? So, no, is this Shopify? Oh, what was it that she said? I can't remember. But I do remember how she called you Uber. This is the problem, right? When you're trying to remember what somebody said, then you end up saying it like they did, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. But my mom, um, for the longest of time, like Uber was Uber. <laughs> so, like, Mama, repeat it, encore. It's a Uber. <laughs> and she does it because she's like, eh. <laughs> Who told you that it's only that way? Ah, my, there was nothing my mom would not butcher. <laughs> there was nothing my mom would not butcher. I actually wish I'd made more of a note of the stuff that she said. She just cracks me up. But as a mama, it's Uber, not Uber. And there's one name like that, right? Um, let's call it. <laughs> there's the name Wellington. <laughs> and um, my mom used to call it Wellington. And there's no how you say Wellington that she would not, she wouldn't, like, it will not, in fact, the fact that you correct her just makes her more resolute in calling it how she wants to call it. But my, my, my aunts, <laughs> at one point, it's like, yeah, yeah, Wellington. <laughs> I talked to Wellington. And my aunt was like, ah, auntie, is Wellington? No, no, Wellington. Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> at least for that one, uh, she now had <laughs> she, she wasn't not calling it, even though she see she now stops herself from going Wellington. She's like, oh, well, Wellington, and then we we'll laugh, not Wellington. <laughs> but yeah, it's just there's so many things. Oh, I used to have because she did it again because it used to drive me nuts. Those things. I was that annoying kid. 
um, that um, when I was younger, I'd love to correct people. Oh, such a person know it all. <laughs> if somebody says he, I'll be like, no, it's a she. <laughs> and I remember my aunt telling me, don't worry. When you grow up, you have so many things on your mind. Then that let me come and tell you if uh, the pronouns are the you you come and you remember me when I said that the pronouns aren't so important. And I still I think about that these days. I think yeah, I went I'm like um yeah um I'm, 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 I can't remember. I say he and I don't even correct myself and I have an internal laugh. Like, <laughs> if my seven year old self could see me now. <laughs> Yes, I'll be like, sacrilege, you betray me, you betray all we stand for, all our tenets, <laughs> you you use the wrong pronouns, you don't pronounce this, all of that type of rubbish. Ah, gosh, it's too, it's too, but these days now, I'll, I, I've definitely gotten into that stage, and I love it, and my mom and I definitely share a chuckle, so, like, I'm having this moment where for the life of me, my brain has just decided to index one thing with another thing. Like for a whole week, I kept trying to remember uh, what the correct word for, even now as, a, as I'm thinking about it, I have to stop myself. <laughs> I kept trying to remember what the correct word for um, radiator is. I kept on calling it elevator. I was like, ah, oh, if only the elevator wasn't there. I was like, but something was niggling at the back of my mind. Like, that's not the correct word. Like, mm. But you couldn't even search for the word radiator if you don't know that, if your brain doesn't tell you it's radiator. Do you get? So I was like, I know it's not correct, but <laughs> I don't even know. If I knew it, then I wouldn't have to search for it, would I? So I was having a discussion in my head. <laughs> I just said, what I don't pass, Gary? Eh? I was like, I know it's not elevator. And the brain's like, yes, if you know that, why don't you say what it is? I'm like, well, isn't it your job to remember what the words are? So, well, isn't my pro? <laughs> I was literally having a monologue. But for the week, I kept on going, ah, this, uh, this elevator. I was like, it's not elevator. But I couldn't. It wouldn't stay. And eventually, when it came to me, radiator, I was like, hey. I felt like I had won Olympic. <laughs> but, uh yeah it's um been pretty awesome and uh yeah i think uh, this week has been a pretty calm one so tell me what words can you not uh, can you not do too well <laughs> what words do you not remember and if you'd like to tell us what your own stuff is like whether you're cold or you're warm or hot or whatever um let us know let us know let us know i'd love to to know your reasons why <laughs> I hope you guys have a good week. And I really hope the mic comes out well um, this time. <laughs> have a nice time and uh, stay. Mm-hmm.